All right, let's go to uh, Hong Kong right now. Business correspondent Peter Lewis. Hello, Peter. Hello, Andrew. Can I ask you about uh, Shanghai and the lockdown, since uh, that seems to be the continuing story all week long? Yeah, it continues. Um, Shanghai is now on the seventh straight day of record cases. Uh, it's a city of 25 million people. And um, <clears throat> excuse me, it's completely locked down at the moment. The uh, eastern part of the city, which contains Pudong, the financial district, uh, was supposed to come out of lockdown about a week ago. But it's still completely uh, locked down, along with the western part of the city as well. Uh, they're finding about 20,000 new cases a day uh, in Shanghai. Uh, and it's causing economic turmoil, not just for, uh, for um, China, but for the rest of the world. The rest of the world as well, it's causing a big slowdown activity. Shanghai is about 4% of uh, China's GDP. A lot of big factories there. Uh, Tesla has its uh, gigafactory there. Uh, and it's also China's largest port. So there's a big slowdown in shipping, uh, big, uh, big uh, depression of uh, global supply chains. It's going to have a big impact. Well, here's the thing. It's all because of China's zero COVID policy. And so I'd like to know whether, you know, this is getting to be too expensive. I mean, what sort of effect will this have on the country's economy? Is it is it sustainable or is, are we seeing the last days of zero COVID? Well, this is the big question. Um, China is the only country in the world now that's following this policy. It believes, uh, because it says it's done it in the past, that it can get cases back down to zero. Um, now, the fact of the matter is no other country in the world with this level of cases has ever been able to get back down to, to zero. So they they move away from this containment strategy of trying to believe that you can cut yourself off from the rest of the world to keep COVID out to, uh, to admitting that COVID is here. Um, and what we've got to do is now mitigate as best we can the impact of that. Uh, but President Xi Jinping refuses to do that. It is almost, you know, it, it's uh, almost going to sacrifice his third term on this. There's a lot of discontent in Shanghai over this. A lot of people don't believe it's sustainable. Uh, it's causing a lot of chaos. There's reports on social media of people having their dogs taken away and put down because they think that they may spread COVID. Uh, people queuing up just to take the tests is spreading uh, the, uh, the virus itself. So there's a lot of discontent in Shanghai. Food prices are surging. There's, there's empty shelves. Uh, people aren't happy. Uh, but this is the Chinese Communist Party. Um, they refuse to back down. It's almost a rite of passage now for them. Uh, they uh, have to continue with this. Um, but it, it remains to be seen just how much longer they can face the economic damage that this is doing. I mean, mm. We have economists now talking about maybe this quarter, 10 percent, uh, 10 percentage points being knocked off of GDP. Yeah. Uh, so it's having a huge impact. Uh, meanwhile, they're also looking at the war in Ukraine and they're seeing the huge impact that's having on the Russian economy. And they're starting to talk about perhaps empowering their own currency in China. Well, yes, that's right. You see, when you look at uh, what China, uh, what's happened to Russia, uh, the US and its Western allies in the G7 and the EU have in effect weaponized the US dollar. Um, about three quarters of Russia's uh, reserves are in US dollars, and they've been pretty well rendered worthless um, overnight because Russia has been cut off from the global financial system. Now, China has been for a while wanting to move off the dollar. It's very difficult to do because the dollar is the dominant currency 
uh, in global financial transactions, but it would love the renminbi to play a bigger role in the international financial system. So the talk is, could the weaponization of the dollar um, accelerate that process? Because China sees the US dollar um, really as the bulwark behind um, American power. And they've also had a bit of a shock um, because they've seen what's happened to Russia's reserves. Well, China has many, many more times reserves than Russia. It has about $3 trillion of uh, reserves. $1 trillion of that is parked in US Treasury bonds because there's very few assets in the world uh, that are liquid enough to hold that amount of reserves. So if there was a crisis uh, facing China, let's suppose, for example, uh, they invaded Taiwan and the US uh, imposed sanctions, they could also have a large chunk of their reserves uh, suddenly wiped out or inaccessible. Uh, so it is sparking a big debate amongst the leadership in China um, about what to do. Uh, but it's easier said than done. It's not going to be easy uh, to move off the dollar. And it's going to take many years before the yuan uh, could get anywhere close uh, to representing the amount of transactions that the US dollar does. All right. Now, uh, let's just finish this off very quickly with uh, the World Bank describing a trio of shocks facing Asia Pacific. What are they? Well, there's there's three. Uh, the first one is the slowdown um, in China. Mm -hmm. There's a even before this lockdown, there was a structural slowdown going on anyway, partly of which had been self-inflicted by the policies of the Communist Party, you know, the, the crackdown on tech firms, for example. Um, but it's been exacerbated by the Shanghai lockdown. Uh, the second one is the aggressive monetary policy tightening from the Fed. Um, the Fed's now talking about nine uh, interest rate increases uh, this year to try and get interest rates up to maybe about 3% by the end of the year to, to combat inflation. Mm -hmm. uh, and that's having a big effect on bond markets around the world. They've been, in, uh, been declining for about seven or eight straight months uh, now. And then the third one is this global supply shock yeah. caused by the war in Ukraine. You, uh, Russia is a big supplier of, of uh, energy, of coal, of gas, of oil to the rest of the world. Uh, so it's not uh, a large chunk of that supply um, out, if you like, of the, uh, of the supply chain. And that's also uh, causing a slowdown. Mm. So it's going to affect the whole world, but uh, Asia Pacific as well, because uh, we are very dependent here on imports wow. of, uh, of energy from Russia.